everybody welcome to the class. We're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to shut this uh, music down. Hope you're doing well today. I know I'm grateful for this weather. You know, have you enjoyed the beautiful weather? Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying fall? Yeah. Oh, man, so grateful for fall. At least the cooler temperatures. With some sun is always nice. And we get, we're going to get some rain this week, but uh, hopefully it won't be too much. But I think we'll get enough that we need. I want to ask you a question this morning as we begin class. Are you ready for the Lord to return? Are you ready for the Lord to return? Now, here's an example. If Jesus came today, are you ready to meet the Lord? Now, of course, we're, you know, we, we understand that from the perspective of a pandemic. Everybody's tired of the pandemic. Thankfully, we don't have to wear masks in heaven. Okay. But are you ready? I mean, literally, I mean, introspectively, as Pastor John was talking about when we did communion today, introspectively, are you ready to meet the Lord? Are you ready to begin eternity in heaven? Are you ready for the Lord to return? Now, as, if you were, were in the early service, Pastor Jonathan even uh, alluded to this. And uh, in, the, in the first century, when these... The, the disciples, the apostles were writing scripture. They expected Jesus to come back in their lifetime. They were not expecting him to wait thousands of years. And for whatever reason, God has chosen, the Father has chosen to do that, for which I'm grateful because I'm alive in 2021. Amen? Amen. Okay? We so I don't know, and I'm not a predictor of when. Jesus is coming again, okay? There's, there's no guide to that particularly other than there's some light and scripture given to us. But I think if you're watching the news and listening to what's going on, you would at least say to yourself, boy, it seems really getting, like it's really getting close. Like everything is lining up and getting ready for that. And I take you... You can take your Bibles and turn to Revelation chapter 13. And here he begins talking about a dragon with multi-faces and, you know, horns, etc. Crowns and uh, seven heads and ten horns and ten crowns on his horns. And on each head of blasphemous name, the beast I saw resembled a leopard but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion, the dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and his great authority. One of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. And again, there's another beast that comes along then, and he's the one that heals that, that, the head of that beast. And we're talking about the Antichrist. And the Antichrist is setting things up and getting things ready and uh, it persecutes the, uh, the world. But I wanted you to hear this. We believe, I believe, that the rapture of the church will take place before this event. But that does not mean that there won't be followers of Christ, people who will understand what took place. Now, there's differences of theology. Some people believe Christians will go through the tribulation. I don't. But there are those who do. And we'll find out when it happens. Okay? We'll know the truth. 
and, uh, and we'll have to live with it at that point. But he says, men, the whole world was astonished and followed the beast. Men worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast. And they also worshiped the beast and asked, who is like the beast? And this, we're not talking about beauty of the beast. <laughs> who can make war against him? The beast was given a month to utter proud words and blasphemies and exercise his authority for 42 months, three and a half years. He opened his mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place. And those who live in heaven, he was given the power to make war against the saints and to conquer them. And he was given authority over the tribe and language and nation. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. All whose names had not been written in the book of life belong to the lamb that was slain from the creation of the world. He who has an ear, let him hear. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity he will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, the sword will, he will be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of the saints. So there's going to be believers during this time that are going to be there one way or another. And he says, I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb. He spoke like a dragon. He exercised all authority of the first beast. Beast. On his behalf, and he made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wounds had been healed. And he performed great miraculous signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in full view of men. Because of the signs he was given power to do on behalf of the first beast, he deceived the inhabitants of the earth. He ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. He was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast. So that he could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. He also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead. So that no one which is, is the, uh, excuse me, so no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. And we know what that is, 666. And my point is this. Have you ever lived in a time in history, in American history, when our government is deciding what we will do and what we won't do, or you won't, you won't have a job? You will, if you don't do it our way, you will be fired. We're getting ready for a time when there were, where the government may be selling to us, and that's why Pastor John shared what he did this morning. We may be coming into an age of persecution like we've never seen before. That the church may be persecuted. And that's why as followers of Christ. We need to build up the faith. Build up our knowledge of the word of God. So that we can be ready. Not in fear. But in power and in triumph. Amen. That God will give us. The, the, the authority of the word of God. To live by. And to stand. Enduring everything. To stand. And we stand using the full armor of God. In, the, in our lives. And so I want to encourage us this morning. Just like if you get the ABC app here in Lynchburg. You know, once again, they have another article in there. And it says the mark of the beast. It's not necessarily a chip. But they talked about the chip. And then Sweden, they've been using it. And they put in people. And this is, you can't, you can't, you can buy and you can sell with it. You know, it's like, how are we getting ready for a time? Could it be a pandemic that would bring us to a place where we are obligated to follow the, our government or not, or drink or whatever. 
I think that the, the, my point is of sharing this isn't to cause fear, but it's to cause encouragement. That we live in a time designed by God that he is preparing us for the end and his return. So my question again this morning is, are you ready for the Lord to return? Are you ready to live out your faith every single day to his glory and to be ready for him to return and bring us into his kingdom? If not, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day we renew our faith. Today is the moment where we live, live out that faith and we live it for his glory. That we put our faith in him and not on the flesh or on our government or things of this earth. But we put our faith in him. Let's pray this morning. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we believe in you. We trust in you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for the word of God that it teaches us to be ready. Lord, I believe that you're, you're going to call us home. The rapture is going to take place. And this church, this body, uh, will, will be leave this planet. You know, your church is going to leave. But I also realize that there's going to be Christians during the tribulation period and it's going to be awful for them. God, I pray that we will be ready. And that we will do our part today to share the good news, the gospel, with our family, our friends, our neighbors, and even our enemies. That they may hear and be saved before it's eternally too late. God, uh, we know your plan is taking place. You raise and lower authorities. And you turn it ever so you will for your honor and your glory. And you've got a plan set up. God, you also have a plan for us. We don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about end times. We have to worry about uh, nothing except for living by faith and trusting you. Living according to your word and sharing it with others. May we live that in victory today. Lord, thank you for everyone who's taken time out of their busy lives to be here today. And I pray that your Holy Spirit will be their teacher. That you would hide from us the human thoughts. But you would give them your word that they may apply it to their lives and become more like the image of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. In whose name I pray. Amen.